The Hungarian title is very interesting. It's just one word. And that word is gloves exchange. What? <gasps> oh, that's great. What? That's good. I don't get it. Nice. Because he switches from a baseball mitt to oh. an oven mitt. That's genius. Oh, shit. That's I should have saved that for on the title. air. Well, it is we on can, the air now. Yeah, we can react. Oh, we're recording. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. White boy. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, yeah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we talk about all the Disney Channel original movies from A to Xenon. I am your host, Brandon Lamuda, but I'm not the only host. I got a lot of friends here with me. I'm going to go around the room. To my left, we have Brennan Banta. Hello. Hi, Brennan. We have James Latiri. Hey. Hi. Hi. We have Ryan Metz. Hi, Brandon. Hi, listeners. And that's right. We have a guest. We have a guest with us today. Um, we're very happy to have her. She is a friend of the show. She is a prop stylist for the Food Network. And she has a notable relationship with one of the stars of this movie, which is a big reason why we wanted her here today. We are so happy she is joining us. Please welcome Haley Lukacic. Hi, Haley. Hey, hi, hello. Thanks, Thanks for going. having me. Oh, thank you for coming. We are excited to hear all of your opinions on our movie today. Uh, what's your background with Disney Channel original movies? You've seen them all? You've seen none of them? What's the story? I've seen about half of the ones that Brennan has watched because guess what, guys? Brennan and I are Biffawads. That stands mm. for Best Friends for Life, without a doubt. Oh, or man. just Wad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wad indeed. Well, we're very Wadded happy up. to have you. <laughs> Um, today we are talking about Eddie's million dollar cook-off or as it's known in Hungarian. Oh man, there, there are some great names, but Hungarian has the best one. I will not even try to pronounce it, but it translates to gloves Glove exchange. <laughs> Glove swap. Gloves. I mean, it, it doesn't, either one is fine. We're translating it, but it's brilliant because he swaps out his baseball mitt. For an oven mitt, which I think they talk about, but forget it. Before we get into the movie, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Hey, Haley, do you know why we're called the Tipsy Panel? Mm, because of something like this? That's right, listeners. Yeah. That is the sound of ice jingling around in our drinks. It's alcohol. It's really good, too. James is our mixologist, and he has made a wonderful drink for us. James, tell us all about it. Well, this drink has a couple things that I wanted to relate. Number one, it is uh, Southwestern or Mexican in origin <laughs> after my favorite, Mr. Bobby Flay. Mm. Number two, it is purple after edible purple sauce, which we will definitely touch on. I really hope we do. And number three, the title is based on one of the biggest themes in this movie, toxic masculinity. So this <laughs> is the toxic mezcalinity. <laughs> Wow. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Oh my. The best drink name as of yet. I love it. I don't know if I'm the one who brought that up, but it's recorded now. So I, I'm the one who thought of it. <laughs> I named this drink. I'm the only one. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much just a purple mezcal margarita, uh, which is, you know, one and a half ounces of mezcal, a half ounce of triple sec, a little bit of grenadine and blue curacao, like a splash of each to turn it a little purple. Uh, and then three tablespoons of fresh orange juice, two tablespoons of fresh lime juice, and a tagine and salt rim. Tagine is like a Mexican seasoning, which I 
love. It's so good. You're killing the game, buddy. It's oh, amazing. Thank you guys. It's I'm so glad good. you like it. It's fine. That's fair. <laughs> you know, that's fair. I, I'm, I probably could have put a little more lime juice in it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I loved your use of color theory by mixing, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, grenadine and the blue curacao. Yeah, thank Google. I really Googled. My Google search history is just like, purple, purple drinks. <laughs> How does drinks be purple? Just all the methods, and this this works. So now I know in the future, and everyone else listening knows. How is drink purple? How drink be purple? <laughs> Send Google. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Haley, let's talk about your notable connection to one of these people in this movie, because you actually work with one of the stars of this movie, don't you? I do. I work often with um, Bobby Flay, actually, for... A lot of times on his productions, I work on Be Bobby Flay a lot. I've been working on that for a couple seasons now. And I've worked on a couple of um, other side projects of him. That's really exciting. Yeah. Have you enjoyed your time with Bobby? I do. I, I have. And uh, he's just a really, you know, he's the kind of guy that I'm pretty, uh, imp- he's a businessman that I'm, imp- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a businessman and a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> he should get back into dramatic work because I thought he was pretty good in this movie. Really? That yeah. is, okay, so Bobby <laughs> doing uh, dramatic work is definitely something to talk about because I was pretty nervous uh, when I knew that he was in this film because I know that he he says all the time that he's not a great actor because he's been in an episode of Entourage and people bring it up a lot on Beat Bobby Flay because they like to poke fun of him about it. And so when I knew it was in this movie, I was like, oh shit, like, is he going to, is he going to bomb? Like, is it going to be really cringy? But then based on the whole rest of the movie, he couldn't, <laughs> he could not be bad. I mean, his <laughs> acting in the movie is to be, you know, the host himself. of a, of a food show. So yeah. He's a pro at that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in so, the credits, he was credited as Bobby Flay, so he's just himself playing himself. I think, yeah, he's never he's never played himself in TV that I know of without just being titled as Bobby Flay. Like, when he was on Entourage, he played Bobby Flay on Entourage. Mm-hmm. But people make uh, fun of him for that quite a bit. Well, people was, make fun of everybody on Entourage. Well, that's that's, he's yeah. just part of the crowd. Yeah. He was better in Entourage. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't seen the episode. Yeah, what'd he do? <laughs> He was Bobby Flay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry sure. for the spoilers. <laughs> I'm sure he was great at it. It's now an ASMR entourage podcast. <laughs> That's a niche. Viking quest. <laughs> All right. So Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, the 2003 Disney Channel original movie. It's directed by Paul Hohen, who we haven't really talked about on this, but he is probably the premier Disney Channel original movie director. I think he's directed 14 Decom, crap, a little over 10%. Um, This was his third one. The first one we already watched, Luck of the Irish. Then he did True Confessions, which we haven't watched. It sounds steamy. Oh, it's about Shia LaBeouf being dumb. Like, it's about him being mentally disabled. Oh, Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. That will be an interesting movie to cover. And then this was his third one. And then he's done a bunch of others. Um, This movie is kind of stacked in the production department because one of the writers uh, is also the writer of, in the future, the Wizard of Waverly Place movie, which is one of the most successful Disney Channel movies. The Hannah Montana movie, Camp Rock 2. Uh, Yeah, so this movie had all the, the production going for it. Uh, Which, which then leads me to the question, did they film this in New Zealand? Because in the credits... (laughs) It's a New Zealand casting crew. Whoa. Yeah. That would be wild. 
this follows not long after Lord of the Rings, so that I don't know why those two <laughs> things are now connected in my head. That if this shared any cast and crew with Lord of the Rings, I would lose my mind. Oh man! Well, I feel like maybe they went there so they could film it in the winter when it was winter in Toronto or that, something. I mean, Ooh. this did come out mm. in July, so if they filmed it then and then put it out later, that's very possible. That's really smart. We yeah. do know how much the DCOMs love their Canadian filming locations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long ways to go for not a great movie. <laughs> yeah, but was it a high-budget film? Probably not. None Probably not. I, well, I mean, on that note, this had the nicest school kitchen I've ever seen. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No school. I, when, when, when we were in middle school, and many of us in this room were in middle school together, our home ec room was terrible. And yeah. Mrs. Quinn would run around throwing <laughs> swinging knives throughout Say, the Don't room. do this with knives. <sighs> Honestly, a, a we are not lying. This, God is a, this is a true story. Ask anybody who knows us. This my, was very real. My home ec teacher only ever talked like the only crazy thing that she did was talk about how she got. Um, oh God! What did she get? She got. She had like she had her stomach stapled. Yeah, she got her stomach and she stapled. Lost and then, a lot of and, weight. And then after that, whenever she she conducted wear, the class, she would literally conduct the class, and you could see um, quite a bit her, of her, her arm. excess skin. Yeah, excess skin. And she would talk about how she couldn't eat anymore. In our home ec class, home ec oh, no. class we're was supposed amazing. to be eating. I would say that this home ec teacher was pretty, pretty real. Mm. The teacher that you know, she, <laughs> no one really get, no one really feels her in the class. She says her, she says her own little, her little dialogues, yeah. and, and she's just like, oh no, nobody, nobody nobody's her. with me. Okay, fine. Oh man, why don't you all just be my husband then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the movie. Yes. We are on the baseball diamond. We mm-hmm. open up with the baseball diamond. We lose a game against the players. That's their team <laughs> that name. The, the name. <laughs> I really enjoyed the opening scene of this movie. I think it was really nice. Uh, like the the comedic timing was very good. Um, you know, the, it's just like the 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 bad news bears. They all just kind of suck. Uh, Eddie comes in. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I think I think the opening set up the movie quite nicely. They're a bumbling co-ed team of losers. That's what I wrote. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. Besides and Eddie, who everyone agrees is actually good. Yeah. yeah, but he's also a man's man. But he's a man. <laughs> you guys are forgetting to mention that the team name was the Groundhogs yes. and had the weirdest little character on their hats. It was just, cool. Just I would like, wear that want one of those. Really? It's just like the the way that the baseball bat just held out from a groundhog, like I guess yeah. looked realistic in a way because a groundhog could not hold a baseball bat in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I never even once looked at the hat, but I'm glad that you noticed it. Yeah. I watched the movie on like one and a half speed and <laughs> I still noticed it. I made a note of it cause it's cool. <laughs> I would wear it. Yeah. I would wear that hat for sure. And it was maroon. They yeah. were the maroon team. Cause they were a bunch of maroons. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, oh, yeah, take baby. that. Got him. Orlando Brown. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. We got to talk about Orlando Brown. So Orlando Brown plays, what's his name? Frank? Frankie? Frankie. So, Frankie. He, he, he plays Frankie. He is, uh, you know, the, the fun, lovable sidekick. Uh, he's also uh, Eddie and That's a Raven. Uh, he's really gone off the deep end, hasn't he? Oh, my oh. God. He's, got, he, he's been arrested many times in the past oh. year. He's got he, neck tattoos. Yeah, he's got, a, uh, he's got a, a, a mild rap career. What's the song called? Fuck My Fame, I think. He's yeah. uh, mild for sure. Yeah. He's really cool on Instagram. <laughs> just like a cool guy. And we he, should get him on this show. He probably oh my would God. do it. Orlando no. Brown. I don't want him near any of our homes. <laughs> yeah. He probably wouldn't come on after I've already said he's on the deep end. Well, <laughs> Or off the deep end. How could he deny that? 
That's a good point. Have you seen the video of him with the box of Franzia? I mean, whether that was staged or not. (laughs) I haven't seen this video. barefoot getting kicked out of someone's house. I did see that video. In the morning, yeah, with a box of Franzia. And a stained uh, tank top undershirt. That was pretty gross. He's doing great. Orlando Brown, come on the show. Maybe we'll buy your flight to New York. We'll buy you a box of Franzia. Oh, yeah. You can just walk here without shoes. We'll buy you a clean undershirt. (laughs) I'll buy you a pair of socks for those dirty feet. Mm. What'd you guys... (laughs) Enough about Orlando Brown. What'd you guys think of Eddie Dodds? Oh, uh, you mean Mm. Salt Bay 15 years prior? Mm -hmm. Because the way he put (laughs) on the ingredients. Oh my God, you're right. He is like... This movie puts forth that in order to be like a good like cook you just more ingredients is better mm-hmm. so like when he's making like purple sauce it's just like a food fight makes purple sauce yes or like when he's making eddie dogs he's just throwing he's literally behind his back throwing like onions and relish and like squirting ketchup like on the bun and everywhere else Ew. and it's just a gross mashup mm-hmm. but like in this movie they're like he's a good cook he can just make a mess that tastes okay that first meal with the dragon fruit and uh, Fruit Loop coated yeah. chicken, and he made a volcano. Yeah, so disgusting. that was fucking it was weird. Gross. I'll give him a B plus for presentation and whatever the lowest letter ever is for for execution. F minus. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> lower Z. Than that. Yeah, he gets an <laughs> omega. Oh, nice. In in line with the Eddie Dogs, this movie really grossed me out when they have the food <laughs> oh, fights me too. Yeah. and when Usually. they when he's like making stuff in the blender and it gets all over yeah. the dog i feel <laughs> so bad for that dog it was oh, I awful know. justice for dog hashtag justice yeah. for dog we gotta watch the credits dog. and find out what that dog's name this poor dog was, was honestly it was a dog <laughs> they covered him in stuff the whole movie in peanut butter in and like glop yeah like slime <laughs> yeah it was really disturbing it was all it the food was like YouTube slime. It was yeah. like oh, every, everything was Nickelodeon slime, but just for this movie. Yeah, mm. the purple goop that they ate looked so viscous. Although mm. I must say, I really did want to eat it. Absolutely I would eat, not. Yeah. I would eat purple goop. Please. I would eat barbecue sauce, which is what they said it tasted like. Hey. Just buy the buy the fistful. Yeah. It's not just barbecue sauce. It's Eddie's incredible edible barbecue sauce. That it is. But like, it's it's barbecue sauce that no one can eat with a spoon and you have to eat it with your hands <laughs> like a fucking, yeah. sorry, like a heathen. <laughs> and it's created, again, via one of two disgusting food fights in this movie. It's the, fir- it's the product of the first food fight in the home ec class mm-hmm. where they, after it's all done and they're cleaning up, there's just a bowl of purple stuff. Which, like, why wouldn't Perfectly you try? Mixed. Why wouldn't just, like, you try Doop. that? Orlando Brown's like, I didn't eat lunch yet. <laughs> mm. You know what would have been a great continuation of that idea would be if if during the, the food fight, Eddie, you know, after the second food fight, the one in the cafeteria, if Eddie just walked around and just started eating things, just like, like <laughs> scrape it up compulsion. off the ground, stick it in his mouth. This is no. why he walks around barefoot with Franzia because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. He ate something so vile that he's it, been tripping for years. It got into his brain. That sounds about right. We're we're ahead of ourselves. Eddie is a boy. Eddie is very a boy. important. He's yeah. a boy mm-hmm. who likes to cook. Very important. Boys don't cook but in this movie. But he's on a baseball team. <laughs> but he's on a baseball team, and dad that makes dad happy. And dad's the man of the house, so we have to make dad happy. Dad's, dad's also the, the coach. baseball coach. Yeah, he yeah. looks like Terry Francona. <laughs> 
I've been he waiting does. to say that all day. Oh my God, who is Terry he does. Francona? So for those of you who aren't baseball boys like James and I, Terry Tito Francona is the son of a baseball player who is now the manager of the Cleveland Indians, was mm-hmm. the manager of the Red Sox, brought them to the first World Series championship that they won in yep. about 100 years, and previously was the manager of the Phillies. And He looks like a librarian became a baseball coach, which is what the dad, what Eddie's dad in this movie looks like. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Real quick while we're talking about the dad, did anyone else feel like the dad and the other coach, who I don't know if we know his name, kind of had... Coach number two. Definitely had like a deep bond that like got to the level of like, oh, are they having like a separate relationship? You mean mm. you don't jump while hugging your friends? We don't do Like that. your casual friends, your coworkers even? Jump and hug, not jump and hug up and down. Was he another embrace? Team dad, was he another team dad? I don't think so because, um, it's never stated. Yeah, if he was, he never, he honestly, I don't think he interacted with any of the kids, he just interacted (laughs) with the other coach. (laughs) They would talk, and then Eddie's dad would talk to the kids. I just loved when the, the, the kids are all calling out Eddie's dad for like being sexist and being a bad coach, and then. Coach number two just watches him like, hmm. He's on the side of the kids being <laughs> Nodding, like, yeah. you're right. Yeah, he They're is right, pretty, you know? He's a misogynist. Yeah. He's yeah. a big, woke black dude, the other coach. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he probably never did anything wrong. Well, and, he also never interacted with the kids. And coach number two's father was a hairdresser. Yes. Yeah. A little backstory. Right. <laughs> yeah, so tension in the movie is that Eddie really wants to cook, but his dad really wants him to play sports because sports are for boys and cooking is for not boys despite the fact that bobby flay is a star of this movie and the most successful person in this movie it doesn't come up it also doesn't come up that he is competing for a million dollars yeah can you think of one one hobby your parents wouldn't be like go for it if there were a million dollars on the table well it's not up I, i hate to be the nitpicker the million dollars is distributed in scholarships to all of these kids. They get a small cash prize, which Wait. is never stated. Oh, yeah, I it was never stated. Then how? Then how? No, do no, you... no. They, so, so the she, uh, the 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 home ec teacher says that the the million dollars is in scholarships to everybody, and it's the 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 cash prize is very small. Then all of his what? friends should be on his team to win it to win the cooking competition as well because his friends give him a lot of crap yeah none of them really supported him until the very end when they were like yeah this is cool because he's on tv yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's a good point well i think there's a very important subplot that's never truly stated but is absolutely there so the little the little rascally friend db (laughs) douchebag he is discovering his sexuality (laughs) oh wow It's, it's, it's never stated but he's the one that gets so angry that yeah. that Eddie is you know doing this thing because it like you know the father is disappointed because he wants his son to play baseball he's he has clear gender roles but you you could write that off as that he's just an adult who grew up in the sixties and that was that was just the thing sure this is a kid DB is a child and. He, he also has these clear, strict gender norms, and you can't cross over. It's also stated that as a child, he loved Barbie dolls, and he brought yeah. in the Barbie dolls to show and tell, which you could absolutely do, whether you're, you know, wherever you fall on the sexuality spectrum. But judging by his anger and refusal to accept it, I truly believe that DB is coming to terms with his sexuality throughout this movie. 
I think I think that's the movie they wanted to make, but obviously couldn't because it's 2003. I'll do you one better. Mm. DB is Jeffrey Dahmer. Ooh, okay, Ooh, okay. No, conspiracy. Yeah. No. no way. <laughs> we can we can develop this further, but I I was joking. We would need to get my fiance in here. She is a true crime expert. So as soon as you know, when we can get her back on, she'll develop these whole these whole rings. I'll do you one better. Mm. My girlfriend is a literal true crime expert. She does work in true crime. <laughs> she doesn't I'll like to talk about it though. One up you both. I've killed. Oh man! Oh, that is that's right. This is this is this is now a um, an expose. Stage. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. It's okay. Nobody Keep will it ever. In. Nobody will ever. The world hear needs that. to know. I feel like it's important to state that while that storyline about DB does make me like him a little bit more, I think I think that they also needed to spend a little bit more money and rewrites to make DB have any sort of like character drive at all throughout this entire film and to make so many of the other characters have anything that you'd want to watch them do or care about them at all. Well, I can tell you how they could have done that. There's another boy on this team who has a couple lines, nothing really major, (laughs) but what obviously could have happened is they have a couple exchanges. It doesn't have to be anything significant. (laughs) And then then when DB scores the winning run to win the game, he killed it. He runs up to this boy and plants a big wet smoocheroony right on his lips. That would have been the the full story arc. All you needed was, was a minute and a half full screen time of them together. The connection would have been made. That's all we needed. Freeze frame, fade to black. <laughs> or even just like, you know, what the coaches do where it's like a hug and then they go, oh, never mind, never mind. We're, mm-hmm. we're guys. Mm-hmm. Like even that with DB. But DB, I kept writing down the only words to describe him were pissy little shrimp. He annoyed me <laughs> so much. Yeah. He was a pissy little shrimp. Pissy I think little DB shrimp. just stood for douchebag. Douchebag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, what else would it stand for? Daniel Boone? Like That's all. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Dumb boy. Yeah, dumb Ooh. boy for sure. Just like every man in this movie. Was there a good man in this movie at all? Besides Bobby Flay, of course. Bobby I think Flay. it's just Bobby Flay. I mean, <laughs> dad becomes good when he goes to help. What's his name? Yeah. This is Eddie. Coach, Eddie. coach number two. Yeah, coach number two. Okay, coach so we number got coach two, number yeah. two. But he's only, but we don't hear him really say anything other than my father was a hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. could have been more good. Also, screw the dad. Like, he's making fun of men being nurses, but he's the coach of a failing baseball team. Yeah. Kids <laughs> baseball team. Kids. Junior. We know it's junior high. Yeah. Which is also why it's so crazy that he's like, there's college scouts coming. Your kid yeah. is at most 13 or 14. Like, yeah. cool it down. Is that his only job? Does he have I, a career? No way. There's I don't no, know. It wasn't mentioned. He that would be great if he, that was his only job and his wife was like a CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> like, that was his, like that was the source of his anger. And he was like, I do what's more important. And she's like, sure you do, honey. I really wanted her to like, you know, give him his, like, I wanted him to get his just desserts. I wanted his wife to tell him like, you're being a dumbass. Support your son. Instead, he just kind of does it eventually. But I would have liked the mother to, you know, really give him shit and be like, I'm leaving you if you don't support our son. <laughs> yeah, she's, she doesn't really stand up to him at all. Even when the home ec teacher comes to their house, she's just like, well, Andy's going to do what he wants and to he do. And he doesn't eat the home ec teacher's cookie in yeah, protest. No. Yes. Yeah. So rude. What a dick. Uh, the mom and Eddie did keep the secret from the dad, though. So they stuck it to him in that way, at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was being forced out of the family. I would have just really liked for one of them to say, like, well, dad, maybe if you didn't keep saying that cooking was basic, was for girls, 
or quote in so many words if you didn't keep saying cooking was gay then i would have told you about it oh it's not just the dad saying that it's Every single kid in this junior high. Yes. They're all like laughing every other and pointing adult. at him. I cannot believe how much Eddie was made fun of for being in home ec. And then, and then getting a chance to have a scholarship for everyone. Yeah. They doodled on his poster. They defaced <laughs> his poster. You know, they wrote loser mm-hmm. on him. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was mean. That They're was losers. Really mean. Oh, God. For Dur- cooking. Yeah. Right? L- like, n- it is nothing. There's in this, this world, <laughs> cooking is the the most the thing you can do that will get you made fun of the most. Why wasn't it ever mentioned that Bobby Flay, the cook of the the chef of this movie, hold your breath, everyone, is a boy? <gasps> no, I think Eddie does say he's like I watch the Food Channel, and you know half those guys are guys. He does say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half those guys are guys. Half those guys is dudes, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> just dudes cooking with dudes, Dad. I'm just a dude cooking with a dude for other dudes. <laughs> that Tropic Thunder. I like that. That's well, this. One thing I did notice was that there's a weird distinction between cooking and grilling in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because they have a barbecue at Eddie's house and his dad is grilling. And he's asking people, he's asked the other coach, he's like, you're not going to spit your gum out before you eat the burger? <laughs> and like... He like grilling is a guy thing, but cooking, no way. Even though Eddie's dad clearly like has an interest in grilling, it's they're putting it miles away from <laughs> just cooking. Maybe that's why Bobby Flay's okay because you know Bobby's always known for his like boy it's meets grilling. grill yes. and all that kind of stuff, and he's yes, his use of poblano peppers and oh all. My God. So we such. we all appreciate cooking. We all do cooking, mm-hmm. grilling, easier than actually cooking, right? Mm-mm. No? Do not like grilling at all. I would say I w- probably. Yes. It's a, it's a timing game. As mm-hmm. far as like it's just fire and you're just putting it on there and taking it off. Like if you're making like a meringue, it's like measuring parts mm-hmm. and then mixing it and making sure that it's at the right point. I'm with you, Haley. I prefer cooking. Meat just makes me kind of nervous. So like, and fire makes me nervous. So like putting them together hasn't really connected for me. Nervous squared. I, I mean, b- both of them take practice, yeah. but grilling has fewer steps. Cooking is, com- is get all the ingredients, combine them, and then do the cooking. With the grilling, you just do some seasoning, throw, that on. throw it on. It's, and then it's like sauteing in a pan, just take the pan away. I just need, I need more to do. I think that's I think fair. that's the problem. Well, that's why grilling is, you know, yeah. the man's thing to do. You just throw it on, and if you know how much time to wait, you just wait. Meat and fire. <laughs> Drinking beer. Your fire's good. If you put a pan in there, you could get out of here. I'd rather play <laughs> baseball. Mean, meanwhile, me as the girl is like, cooking with charcoal's hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a guy. I think grilling's easy and also not as cool. Gender oh, no. norms, gender oh, norms. No. Oh, no, we need oh, to God. smash these gender norms. <laughs> Who needs a drink? <laughs> this is drink time. Aye, aye, aye. I need to, I need to cook in order to smash a gender norm. While James is is distributing the drinks to everybody, um, I am going to mention my uh, a new important segment in this um, in this this show, uh, and that's the the decom f bomb. Yes, Yay. I did come up with that myself. So I am a, I'm a firm believer that every Disney Channel original movie should have one f bomb. You know, just like an <laughs> R rated movie. I think I think it's important. 
I, I think it would add some flavor to the movies. So my question for all of you is, if you had to put an F-bomb into this movie, where would it go? I can start with my answer. Um, I think when um, they're sending Eddie out to go back to you know the cooking show, kicking him out of the final game and telling him to go to the, the show, I think when they were all like, yeah, go on, get out of here, I would have liked one of them to just scream, fuck you, Eddie. And then he leaves. <laughs> that like would have been it. mine. Um, I think it should be when dad is trying to get booted from the game. I think he should drop the F-bomb in the umpire's face, like spit in his face and be like, fuck you, Blue. You're blind as a bitch. (laughs) Nice. Um, I think the F-bomb should be spoken by Bobby Flay when he's reading the ingredients they have to use. And he'd say chicken, chocolate, chili peppers and fucking lemons. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I think it should be when Eddie burns his pie. It, when he already has an hour less than everyone else to cook it, he just burns that shit. Just go, fuck! Yes. <laughs> and then just gives up on the competition. <laughs> walks <Warranted>. out. <laughs> Haley, do you have a good F-bomb moment? <laughs> yes, I do. I think that when, um, when they, in the home at class, when they have a food fight, I think that the home ec teacher should just like shrivel up in a ball and just be like, fuck, <laughs> not, again. Her, <laughs> not again, fuck, not again. That would have been good. And that has been the DCOM F-bomb. Woo, DCOM Woo. F-bomb. DCOM F-bomb. That's our new theme song. Mm-hmm. DCOM F-bomb. Ba-ba-ba-bow. You know, you know who we haven't talked about yet? We haven't talked about Bridget Simons. Oh my God, thank oh. God. Simmons? Simons. Simons. Hey, real quick, I will say that I did kind of relate to her because my last name is Lukacic, which is spelled with all sorts of consonants in weird places. And uh, I, I did kind of relate, but also did not sympathize completely because her last name is only Simons and not Lukacic. Can you spell that for us? Yeah, my last name is L-U-K-A-C-Z-Y-K. I'm going to be honest. Uh, we have a spreadsheet where I enter like the, the movies and the dates and the, the names. He and put stuff. a Y I put L U K and then just slammed the keyboard. That's fair. I mean, I get it. We all knew. I've only had one, one teacher in my entire life of schooling that ever said my name right on like the first day when they're doing roll call. And it was only because he was a, like a literature professor in college who was very, like very British. Mm. Probably like, looked it up. Yeah, and like cared about languages. Oh, that's good. I'm sure you appreciated that. I did. I appreciated that, but I did not sympathize enough with Bridget. Also, I was going to say that my uh, DCOM F-bomb was for Bridget. Oh, um, yeah. In which I just wanted to call her a uh, fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, she sucks. But all I, I, I love that the home ec teacher tells her like, when she's just like, is that is everyone make fun of me because I, I like to cook? She's like, no, no, there's plenty of other reasons why. It's and be- there really are. Like how her undershirt always matches her sweater, which always matches her headband. <laughs> I didn't notice It was that. a lot. And one time it also matched her notebook. Oh, damn. Also the fact that she has like a hidden New Zealand accent. Yeah, I didn't know what the accent was throughout the whole movie. Immediately I was like, oh, is this girl like from New Zealand? Where is this shot? My first thought was Midwest. I was like, is she trying to hide a, a Midwestern accent? And then I said, no, that's Australian. And then I said, no, that's British. And then I just gave up. I it must be New Zealand. S- I went through the same thing with Eddie's mom. 
Mm-hmm. She like it'll slip in there like these weird ways she pronounces words that I wrote like English, Australian, but New Zealand makes a ton of sense. Well, real quick, can we also talk about how in uh, the home ec class there's all these posters on the on the walls that are like fruits, mm-hmm. poultry, veggies. <laughs> it says veggies. It says veggies. It says V E G E S. It's not veggies. It's not veg. It's just veggies. Oh, I feel like Vidges. the props department could have done better with that. They could have gotten something that. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Is like, okay, was someone just like too lazy to write all the vegetables on the, on the posters that they were putting in this home ec class? And then I was like, oh well, maybe this is just slang somewhere that I've never been. Like New Zealand. It like was New Zealand. definitely shot in New Zealand. I mean, look, mm-hmm. if you're gonna slangify vegetables, <laughs> it's veggies. It is veggies. You gotta add an I. Or just veg. We're really gonna do it. Veggies. Each of bitches. So if we're talking about food, and this is a food movie, mm-hmm. was there any food in this that you saw and you were like, oh my God, that looks really good? No. Like, I mean, like it's, you know, this is, it's all about a food competition. You know, they got to make food that not only tastes good, but looks good. Did anything really look that good? The one thing that I actually took notice of was there was a pear, and it was probably a poached pear because they <laughs> mentioned poaching pears. Right. Yes. And there was like chocolate sauce and like some other sauce next to it. It was a really like 90s style food, but I was like, yeah, that looks, you know, edible at least. Mm-hmm. And, and the purple goop. Oh, I would eat purple no, goop. Absolutely not. I wouldn't not. I already I, made a pretty tight souffle. Oh like yeah, that. okay. Yes. That yeah. was presentable. Yeah, yeah. I that is I've, true. Have you ever eaten a souffle? Has anyone ever made or eaten? I've a never souffle? made one. No. Oh yeah, I did. Remember? Oh wait, you were somewhere else. I, I made a away. chocolate souffle in those ramekins I have, mm-hmm. little mini ones. Mm. Was it good? It was fine. It was actually pretty easy. I think it wasn't really the traditional way of doing it. Mm. So, on the on the path of the food that they're cooking, the kids, the, when. At the end, when uh, Eddie's cooking his dish and his mom goes, chocolate with chicken, I never heard of that. <laughs> and the home ec teacher goes, that's mole. I call bullshit on him cooking mole in an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. There is no possible way to make that work because mm-hmm. mole is like a big thing. It's like a cooks forever and it's all this like complicated stuff and he's just like, it's chocolate chicken. <laughs> that's and he's also like... You need to have lemons on there. And it's like a baseball. He gets a lemon thrown at him and throws the zest on. He goes, I got lemon. So I, I have, I, first of all, I must say, I, I like the parallel at the end of throwing the baseball and mm-hmm. throwing the lemon. I think that was a good shot. I think they did that really well. But I, as soon as Eddie zested the lemon and screamed, I got lemons, I died laughing. If yeah. you go back and watch that, he, he has the dumbest expression on his face, <laughs> and it it sounds awful. It is, hey, I got lemons. <laughs> so, so to back up, I just had a question. This competition, Eddie, it's supposed to be two hours. Eddie's playing part of the baseball game, mm-hmm. and then everyone realizes, oh, he should. They're watching the competition on TV. First of all, it's being broadcast live, which is crazy. That is very interesting. Yeah. It's for a million dollars, so like it's, it, that's we, true. we have to see what's going to happen. It's yeah. broadcast live to a TV that they have in the dugout. Yeah, they just have a <laughs> tiny TV. That's the only TV that's getting it live, and the one that the brother watches it on. Yes. <laughs> Knock off Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, they, sorry. Oh, so Eddie's at the baseball game. He goes to the cook-off every, after everyone's like, you go, Eddie, you got it. And then his dad purposely gets kicked out of the game so that he can go to the cook-off, too. 
And then I thought his dad was going to be in the audience, but they let his dad help him. Yeah. How is that according to the rules? First of all, did the other people have helpers? Who they were did. they? They, yeah, did. They, they did. They did. But I don't know who they were. But like they let an adult man just go and help a kid an hour late into the competition. This is a, a kid's competition. I did not think about that aspect, but that is very true. He what washed if, his hands, though. He did wash so his hands. So he was allowed to enter the competition because he came in and he washed his hands, which is the most important part of any cooking. Like mm-hmm. no one asked him, what if, I know he's not because cooking's for girls in his eyes, but what <laughs> if he was a chef and he walks in with his son he's like, I got this. And just whips some crazy shit up in an hour. Well, he was apparently a good enough cook that he could help Eddie, and he also cracked the egg with one hand, which is apparently the mark of a good and successful any, cook. Yeah. Ask any, you know, ask Paul Bocuse, rest in peace. Ask Daniel Balud if you can crack an egg with one hand. You're good. My dad can crack an egg with one hand. Oh, he's good. He cracks eggs for a living. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if my dad can, but I feel like. Doing, I feel like eggs is a very dad thing. Like my dad doesn't usually cook, but he's great with breakfast. Anything breakfast, he can he can do very well. So eggs, bacon, Not sausage, hard. whatever. Well, your mom bakes. My so mom is of baking. course she could crack an egg with one hand. Oh, she absolutely can. She could crack like fifty eggs a minute with one hand. What fifty no, she, epm? No, she can't. No way. I will. Te- I will test my mom. My <laughs> mom is going to listen to this. First of all, she put it on Instagram. <laughs> Second of all, everybody follow Corey's Kitchen on Instagram. Third of all, Mom, I am I am going to put you to the test. I want to see how many eggs you can crack in a minute because I bet it's fifty. I no. I bet she can do. Fi- I don't know if one with one hand, but she could crack fifty eggs. Oh, you can do two hands, I, and you can do one hand with each. The That's stats, the stats go, are out there. Boop, Food Network does this competition already on their Instagram, like mm-hmm. all the time. Oh. It's how many eggs can you crack? Excuse me. How many <laughs> eggs can you crack in? 60 seconds. It might be 30 seconds, but Duff Goldman can is the leader on that board. I just watched one of these yesterday, embarrassing and, embarrassingly enough, and he can crack 35 eggs in 30 or 60 seconds. That tracks. If she can, if that pace can be kind of kept up in a minute, you could do 50. Yeah, you're maybe right. my mom can do the uh, what's the name of that 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 uh, speed eater Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. with like the Kobayashi method, where like two in each hand and just like. Real quick move, like a real quick one, two, throw it, get them out of there. One, I, I, I think hey, it could happen. Listen, I could do sixty eggs in a minute if I lined them all up. I took a long stick and just <laughs> yeah, I could do it with yeah. a hammer, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's possible if you have your eggs coming out of a silver basket, which every egg in this movie comes out of a silver basket. The same yeah. silver basket doesn't matter if it's at the house, at the school, at the competition. They're carrying it with them from it's scene to silver scene. silver baskets. That's just me, though. Uh, to your point, James, why wasn't mom helping out for the competition? She was just sitting in the audience like a total blob. Mm. Oh, maybe because she helpers. got there before Eddie got th- before. No, Eddie. She, no, she, she, no she drove him. She drove Wait, him to the thing. Yeah, and you're right. I don't know. Yeah, why wasn't she helping him out? She had to Why go was a home neck teacher helping? Well, I guess home neck teacher would have been conflict with... She was a name. former winner. Former finalist. She never won. Oh, Did really? She? Yeah. I don't know. They didn't finalist. say if she won, but they're still talking about her. What is it? Blueberry uh, triple, tart? Triple blueberry scone? I don't know. Something like that. That was the highlight of her pathetic life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I she really did kind of have an middle school. pathetic. I really laughed her. when she said, uh, oh, God, I got to pull it up. Crap. 
uh, she called herself a uh, licensed nutritionist. Yeah, she goes, Mrs. Rose Hadley, certified nutritionist. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> She's so proud of herself. Yeah. There was another good one when uh, Bridget Simmons, or is it Simon? Simon. She asked the teacher, is that why people tease me? Because I like to cook. And the teacher says, oh, no, dear. <laughs> there are plenty of other reasons. And there really are. Fun fact, um, the actress who played Bridget's name is Kylie Layden. This is the only thing she ever acted in. Good. Good. Wow. This is it, <laughs> Chief. <laughs> but when I say that, I really mean this ain't it, Chief. So I have to say, the end of the movie is the baseball team. DB gives Eddie a speech and is like, basically like, get out of here. We don't need you. We can win it ourselves as like because the whole team wants him to go cook. And then he cooks, and he, spoiler, doesn't win. But the baseball team wins. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie was really disappointed about not winning the cooking competition, but the team still won, and he got that trophy, and they were still all friends. Like I, I did like that he, they was just like, he wasn't the kid that had everything. Like He had disappointments, but realized that like other people were there. to like He didn't have to be the star, you know? But, well, he also showed up an hour late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah. fucked up a pie. And yeah. his dad, who was also dressed in a baseball uniform, helped him. So he didn't deserve to win. No, no. not at all. Of course, Bridget deserved to win. Yeah. And Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay handled it well, just saying, like, look at him over there with his friends. He looks like a winner to me. Oh, my God. That was my that was my favorite part of the whole movie. I was like, kind of felt I was good that that's why he was hired to be like the shack at the end of the basketball movie. <laughs> to be like, oh, guys, you know what? You're a, you're a winner to me. Yeah. All's good in love and cooking, I guess. And, and then Orlando like, Brown gives him a high five. Yeah, he has like a moment with Orlando Brown, which I really wanted that to be like the next collaboration we see where like oh. Bobby Flay and it like mentors Orlando Brown to be like a chef. I feel like that would be Eddie's the sequel. million and one dollar cook off. <laughs> Orlando Brown takes a huge hit of a wax pack <laughs> and then they cook breakfast together. <laughs> And then Bobby, Bobby Flake, Flake kicks, kicks him out, him out of his house. house. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad we're all on the same page. And this movie ends in classic decom fashion. A freeze frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time freeze frame. It's like they always decide to take all of their cinematic notes out of the 80s playbook. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't do any better. One of these days, I'm going to put together a, a decom bingo where you could watch any decom and just use this bingo board. And anytime you fill something in, you take a drink. And then when you get a line, you take a shot or whatever. Like, you know. yeah. oh, wait, is, wait, quick question. For that same bingo, is one of the writers you were talking about earlier, was it like Bitzelberger or something? Yes, uh, Rick Bitzelberger is one of the writers of this I movie. I noticed that when the movie started, I even asked Brennan, I was like, oh, is that one of the writers for like other movies? I imagine so. You know, I actually only got the list for Dan Berenson, but I would not be surprised if Rick Bitzelberger also did some other ones. Bingo. Mmm, bing pots, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) One thing to add to the bingo is... (laughs) To the bingo. uh, Is in these movies, it happens in Brink heavily. When the main character gets interested in something else... Their whole group of friends can't comprehend it. They go, they, they, rather than be like, okay, we're going to be a friend, their first reaction is like, you're dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> when Brink's like, I, I needed money, they're like, well, hope you go die at roller skating. <laughs> like in this movie, when he's like, I like to cook, and they were, they were just like, well, hope you fall in an oven like Sylvia Plath. <laughs> like <laughs> they're, they're immediately like, you're dead to us. 
So Eddie was kind of a dick where he made his friends sign up with him for home ec. Yes. But I do get it because when I was like in middle school, I would never do anything on my own. I would need a friend to join with me. And if I have to force them to do it through, you know, through illusions, smoke and mirrors, fine. Why not? He's a dick, but I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to point out as someone who's taken a couple computer science courses in her career, as a student, uh, all I did was get A's and play video games in my comp sci courses. That, that's why that, they wanted That to was their it. assumption. That's it. Just straight A's in video games, baby. Mm-hmm. Just want to play video, video games. games. This is like the age when every kid would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They go, video game tester. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you don't. And no, yeah, you no, don't. Not designer. Test, no, tester is terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's I like want to run on the perimeter of these games and see where I could get through yeah. the walls. Where's the clipping? Yeah. <laughs> Bug report. <laughs> Why is the character running circles? Can't figure it out. I will say, though, again, on like that, once Eddie decides that he likes to cook, no one ever lets him finish a sentence for almost the rest of the movie <laughs> without being like, oh, what, what was that? You liked to cook? Is that what you're saying to us? And then every child that's in within 50 feet of him are laughing at him and pointing because he's cooked something. You'd rather read cookbooks than comic books. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing his, quote. His brother tries to wrestle his certificate out of his hand and ends up ripping it. Yeah, that was it, cruel. That, so was, that was hard to watch. Very, very classic. Just older brothers, as soon as they see their younger brother, have to just beat the shit out of him. Raise your hand if you would have cried at that moment. If if it was your oh, life. Yeah. Hand oh, up. Oh, yeah, probably. Absolutely. Like if you cry every time. I cry every time. <laughs> yeah. I felt Eddie. You know, when I did cry and I cried out of frustration, there's a moment. Um, I think it's in a montage of when they're like cooking and shit and Eddie's trying to figure out who he really is. And they're they're um, taking all the insides out of a, out of a chicken <laughs> and they oh. throw the insides oh, into an empty trash. Oh, my God. With no bag. There no was, bag. That, I noticed that. And not only they took out all the insides and it was like organs from definitely not a chicken. Like, no, <laughs> it was yeah. like a like all of a cow's organs came out of a chicken yeah. and then they, yeah. they had two hands full of organ meat that they threw into a bare trash can with un yeah unlined. I would never forgive those children. How no. many kids do you think were fucked up by that? Like young oh kids who saw that and were like, ah! yeah, I think what they kind of didn't realize with like, if you're a kid watching that, you go, well, that's gross. And it kind of would mm-hmm. like, you would remember that more so than him cooking like chicken mole. You would remember like chicken guts and be like, well, chickens are gross. I'm never touching one. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like the other, that was like when they, uh, he rinsed the chicken. At the beginning, too, but which is an at outdated the time, practice. But at the time, it yeah. was what you did. But how would he know that if he's never cooked before? That's oh, true. what I know to do with chicken is to <laughs> rinse it off first. I do really like that a lot of the ideas that he's never cooked, and they seem to perpetuate the idea that you don't ever have to know how to cook to just do it. But you when they do TV. baking, he, he does fuck up every time. Yeah, he's bad at baking. He so I, pulled cookies out of the oven, and each cookie had its own individual fire. <laughs> so cute. Which actually reminded me of like something I wanted to ask. I really wanted to ask everyone, has anyone ever been in a food fight? Or was there ever a food fight in your school? So I, I, have, I have an interesting answer to this. I have never seen or participated in an organic food fight. Mm-hmm. However... 
when I was a uh, unit leader at my summer camp, I organized an event called the Messy Olympics, <laughs> which involved a lot of just food play and getting really messy. And there was a lot of food fighting happening during that. That's so but it was part of the event. Like that was something like there was um, one of one of the event was was turn somebody into an ice cream sundae. <laughs> And we gave him like chocolate syrup and strawberry syrup and, and maraschino cherries and, and sprinkles and everything. And they all just started fighting with it just because, you know, you give a bunch of kids a bunch of food and tell them that you get to make a mess with it. They're going to make a big mess with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, never organically, but I, I have well, been. Well, no, organic one. food is too expensive to fight with. Mm, <laughs> free range chickens, just tossing them around. I but, think as a rule, food fights are movie fabrications. I don't. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's been in a real-life food fight. They're, first of all, a lot of trouble to start. And also, people don't like being covered in condiments and food. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, it's, people try and... Like, if, even if you spill something on your lap, you go, ah, shit. Like, people don't... People, even kids don't seek that out. Like, I feel like they were just... A, they never happened. Well... Brennan and I could tell you differently. Oh! Oh! Wow. The great food fight of 09. What's What's a twist? <laughs> well, then uh, tell us, please. Dish. I wasn't in it. And I guess. I wasn't in it. I okay, actually. Okay, there we go. We weren't in it. Well, no. But it happened. But I oh, knew you really should have taken it. That, well, that story could have started off well, so much Well, hang on, stronger. hang on. There was, there was a food fight at Oswego High School, where we went to high school. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I knew that it was going to happen a certain period. And it was actually my lunch period. But I decided to skip it. Because I was wearing a white top, which I enjoyed quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, good point. So I did not want to get involved. But the rumors were around there. And then, guess what? It happened? The fight happened. And it was on the news. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. it was on the news. Oh, yeah. I That's didn't exciting. go to the fight because it was my senior year. And I had uh, lunch, study hall, study hall. And my mom's house was walking distance from the high school. So I just left. But a lot mm. of kids got in a lot, a lot of trouble, and it was a huge mess. And I think a lot of kids. How got much suspended. is a lot of trouble? I've been suspended. Oh, <laughs> look how great I turned out! I'm on a podcast. Can't walk at graduation. <laughs> I could walk at graduation. What could I not do? For, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't go to the senior dance. I couldn't go to hundred days, which was like a thing in our high school. I couldn't go to the superlatives. My superlative was stripped away from me. What was your superlative? Um, I was supposed to get best hair. <laughs> so what? no wait, no and, uh, best sense of humor. Best sense of humor. Sorry, Annie got best Both? hair. No. Oh. Sorry. You can't no, have Andy best hair and I best know. sense of humor. Ryan, don't worry. Nobody's that privileged. You'd be too powerful. The next year, I, I won best sense name, of humor for her. But then my certificate said class couple with what? just my name wait yeah. wait <laughs> <laughs> wait so so you got superlatives every year no, no. no Haley's a year younger i'm younger. oh i didn't know that i am Ba-doom. so how about ra- how about rating the movie everybody okay. oh, i geez. think it's time this, is, right. this has been uh, a lot of a lot of fun talk now it's time to talk about rating the movie uh for those of you who don't know out there this is your first time tuning in. We rate the movie with a very simple system. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, and we go around and everybody gives it a rating. Um, Hilly, since you were our guest, would you like to start? Sure. Um, I would give this movie a thumbs down. Uh, halfway through the movie, when the cooking competition was probably the next act, I was like, oh, how much longer is this? And it was 
only halfway through and it was so much baseball not a lot of real cooking and i felt like i didn't learn anything and was completely annoyed by every child who spoke throughout <laughs> the film and adult in fact so two thumbs down actually oh i thought bobby did a great job though and i don't just say that <laughs> all right let's keep going uh around the room ryan you want to go next not really. I think you should skip me for now. Okay, I'll go. Um, so, if you had asked me before I ever started this podcast, just based on memory, what my favorite decoms were, this would have been on my list. Just Whoa. from memory, I would have said Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Um, there are no good characters. Mm-mm. Bobby Flay is fine, but he's just playing himself, so he's not a character. There are no good characters. The plot is stupid. But for some reason, I enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. I can't explain why. It might just be nostalgia. Um, it was hard to look at it. You know, it's hard to look at it with, you know, ignoring all of that past. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing the, the, the story of homosexuality realization for DB. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it was really there, I no, saw it. No, it was real. Um, I, I enjoyed imagining, you know, um, the, the wife just leaving the coach dad shitty guy because he was the worst. Just I, I saw a lot of opportunity in this movie and I felt it there. So a uh, thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it. Can't exp- can't really say why, but I enjoyed it. Ooh-wee. I didn't like this movie <laughs> because <laughs> Okay, there were there was like two of everything. There were two food fights. There were too many bad, stupid scenes in the culinary room. Uh, it was too long and two big thumbs down for me. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go. I have to say that as upsetting as the food fights were and as the food in general in this movie was, I gotta give it a thumbs up. It's that intangible line of what's good bad and bad bad. To me, this is good bad. Like, if nothing else but the scene where Coach Eddie's dad, aka Terry Francona, <laughs> gets a dressing down from the whole team about how sexist he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not expecting that moment at all, and it was amazing. And just for that, along with like all the other little tropes, like. Maybe I've just watched too many of these at this point, but it's a thumbs up for me. I liked it. You want to know what he looks like, the coach? He looks like if the PBS logo was stung by bees. (laughs) 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 Can you make us a sticker of that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. So I'm, I'm the deciding vote here and I wanted to go last because I needed more time to make up my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it combines two of my favorite things, cooking and shitty baseball teams, as I'm a <laughs> Mets fan. I've got to give it a thumbs up. It was, Very it was, nice. as James Boo. said, it was good, bad. And there were just so many things that I, I ironically liked it. Let's leave it mm. at that. I am upset. That we have a boy-girl divide. Uh, no, I'm very oh, happy that shit. we have it. That's perfect in the theme of the movie. Yeah. I think, James, we should get your roommate out here and have him watch the movie and then <laughs> yeah. tell us <laughs> how much he didn't we'll like all it. all sit here and let's watch And this. we'll watch him watch it. Oh, my God. I didn't even... We didn't even mention. We're in a new studio today. Woo! Can I you guys hear the difference? Thing. The echo is... 
the reverb, the uh, pop. Hopefully, no ambulances went by. No, I think I think we did. Just oh, yeah, fine hopefully cause, not. Because we are definitely on their path. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think it's very exciting. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Metz, our sound engineer, because he he got his equipment. And he got it from our old studio to our new studio. That's a that's a it was a big feat, and he accomplished it, and it's great. Thank you, Ryan. AKA my apartment to James's apartment. Well, well I wanted a glamour cast on the road. I wanted to make We're us a sound studio. cooler. Feels like a studio. We're in a yeah. Studio. Mm-hmm. It sounds good carpeting. in here. It sounds great in here. All right, that's our show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's time for all of the plugs and everything. We start with Haley because Haley's our guest. Haley, do you have any plugs? I actually do have a plug today. Um, it is for a movie that just came out on iTunes that I worked on a couple of years ago called Nowhere, Michigan, now available on iTunes. Um, if you liked the movie uh, The Sister of the Traveling Pants mm. and you love the actress Bailey, the little girl who dies in that and also, maybe if you loved everyone, everyone hates Chris, and you like the little boy in that. I don't know. I never watched the one that. who everyone hates. Is it? Is it I Chris? Who's in The Walking Dead? Well, anyway, uh, Jenna Boyd and Taquan Richards stars in Nowhere, Michigan. Now available on iTunes. It's a pretty good movie if you like those actors, and you can watch that or watch Beat Bobby Flay, which I work on, and but- of which I am wearing. Dear listener, I know you cannot see, <laughs> but I am wearing the crew official sweatpants of B. Bobby Flay. They're regular sweatpants with the B. Bobby Flay logo but on them. But fitted to men. Definitely fitted say. for a guy. Definitely didn't fit over my hips without a little struggle. I have the same <laughs> pair of sweatpants and did not fit over my hips either. Smash the fucking patriarchy. Hell yeah. yeah. More room in hips, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our show, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. Follow us on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Like us on SoundCloud. Lawyer up, delete the gym, hit <laughs> Facebook. That was perfect. There's, we, yeah, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Join us for the next time. We'll have another episode for you. Good night, Terry Frank. <laughs> Good luck with the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> <laughs>